Apple Watch, it is one on the dot. Our meeting is scheduled for 1300 hours. So I think we should start. Um, Cindy, where's the agenda? Members, you're all welcome. Colleagues, you're welcome. I want to first check with Cindy if we do require a quorum or if we do form a quorum for this meeting. Um, maybe before we do that, can I check with the WIP, if we do have any apologies from our side? Uh, good afternoon, members uh, and colleagues. Yes, uh, Honorable Chairperson, we do have uh, apologies, in particular from the, your co-chair and uh, Honorable Hai and Honorable Ula and Doris Lawute. So we have three on our side. Three. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much, mm. uh, Honorable Whip. From the NSOP, one from the NA. No, it's oh, one from, no, Hai is also from the um, NCOP. Yeah, that's why I said two from the NCOP. The co-chair plus Mr. Hai. And then and met or first we on the side of the NA. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, Cindy. Good afternoon. You are welcome. Do we have any apologies from your side? Cindy. Miss Bailey. Mefro Baile. If Cindy's not there, is there anyone assisting Cindy or working with Cindy? Yeah. I think she's having connectivity problems. Yes, Chair, he's, he's in charge. Yes, 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 Polly. I'm trying to. He, 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 see, I think she mentioned that he, she's having a, a connection problem, but I'm trying, we're trying to, he's trying to uh, fix that problem now. Okay. Are yeah. you able to to directly communicate to her? Yes, I was communicating with her now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, while we're waiting for Sydney to connect, oh, she, she just sent me a message to say that we are good to start. She doesn't know that we started immediately. <laughs> At one, Cindy, Cindy, we are, we are, we, we have started. If we're in, in church, I would, I would say that we should start with a prayer. <laughs> While we're waiting for Cindy, but it's fine. Cindy, are you connected? Holly? Uh, uh, Chairperson Mavi, how are you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's like Cindy, she, she, wrote, she wrote a message. What is Cindy saying? I saw that Cindy here. Yeah. Oh, Cindy B. Not Cindy. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not Cindy, it's Candy. Sorry. All right. Remember, we have two Bailey, their sisters. Um, so we're speaking to Cindy now. Cindy, colleague, can you assist us? 
Yes, yeah. Okay, please, yeah, sure. What? Chen. Hey, Chen. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's experiencing some challenge in terms of connecting. In fact, she's, she's in with us in the platform, but she couldn't able to hear you. She can't hear you, in fact. Let me see. So he said he have got a problem in his earphones. Okay, mm. just, just ask her to flight the, what is this, the agenda. Sure. Let me Can just listen by there. Flight Chen. agenda. Mr. Singh, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Good, thanks. Uh, sorry to come. We, we missed you last week. Where were you? I'm in three meetings at the moment. There's one here. I got my uh, iPad. I got another one on my phone and this one. So I'm going to be moving in and out. So I'm sorry. But the other what? meeting was until five o'clock as well. We missed your your voice when we were officially welcoming the speaker. Yes, I know. It was it been tough times. Yeah. Maybe before you ask questions today, you should say something in welcoming her. I'm not sure okay. if this is present in the meeting. Um, Mr. Wa? Mr. Singh, you wanted to raise something? Mr. Singh? Were you raising something? Better thing, is there something you want to raise before we start with the meeting? Or you were just registering your presence? Hi, Bo. Am I audible? You are audible, Jay. It seems as if no message is experiencing oh, something. Oh, it's to another meeting. That's fine. Because uh, you are audible. That's Yes, team. Hello, how are you? Good afternoon, team. You're welcome. I'm good. Thanks, and you? Thank you. I just wanted to register the apologies of Honorable Julius. Yeah, sure. That's what I wanted Cindy to do for us. I know that most members might have uh, raised their apologies through through her office. So can we then maybe move on? And then at, at the point when Cindy is able to communicate, then she will then at the later stage um for what the apologies so that then we can officially note them um ma'am jawa i'm not sure if you are on the platform you're welcome miss um, jawa has registered an apology she is attending the ipu um, but we are here as parliament for the presentation and the are welcome are you the leader Yes, Are you leading? I will lead uh, Mr. Moodley and Ms. November will do the presentations. But okay. All right. Thanks, Ndate. Can you note my apology, please? I'm Your driving. was noted, yes. It's fine. Okay, thank no you. It's thank fine. you, madam. You are in the meeting, but you are traveling, yes. It was noted. Um. Okay, Cindy, if you are back... Can we quickly deal with apologies from your side? Good afternoon, Chair and members. Apologies, I was experiencing some technical difficulty just now. Okay. And we received apologies from Mr. Hai and Metiawa, who was attending uh, IPU conference, and Ms. Big of the, the Divisional Manager for Business Support. Okay. 
And then I heard from Mr. Bratislav just now. Um, so I've noted Mr. Julius's apology as well. All right. Those and are the apologies. Yes. And then Mr. Singh is attending two meetings at the moment. So he'll be um, moving between our meetings. Okay. Thank you very much. No Can we then maybe go through the agenda items? Um, I think we're done. First agenda number two is briefing on Parliament's 2021 mid-year report, then discussions followed by um, consideration of committee reports. I think the second part, we won't be able to to deal with it due to the quorum, Cindy. Um, at the moment, we have a quorum on the NCOP side because we have Mr. Ms. Um, Mr. Molitsane, Mema Sango, and Mr. Bratiseth. Um, on the inner side, I've got present Mema Marshall, and Mr. Singh, Ms. Lesoma, Mr. Um, um, the Whip, and yourself, so we will be able to proceed with those items if we still okay. put it later on. All right. Can, can I propose something? Can I bring, can I propose something to the meeting? Um, that we start with the second part of the agenda. We normally never spend a lot of time there. Um, I hope uh, minutes were, I mean, copies were sent to the members on time. Yes. Can, I, can I propose that while we're still curating, we then um, entertain the second part of the meeting because it is important that we do it while we're still curating. And then through... Or in the middle of the meeting, if members can lose connectivity or experience any other challenges and, and leave the meeting, then we would know that at least we are covered. Can I propose that? Agreed. 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 Try to, to be as quick as possible. Cindy, are you going to be, um, or how do we handle this one? Can do we fly them or? We then ask members to rely. I, I usually fly them, Chair. Fly them, please do that. Yeah. You know, we are, we are very important when it comes to approval of minutes. Just give me one second to go to them. Matt. Okay. How many pages are in this report, Cindy? There are nine pages, Jay. Nine pages. Okay, members, we have nine page uh, a report. I'm not sure if members um, did receive the report on time. Were they able to go through the report? We will first allow members to raise uh, grammatic errors and spellings, if there are any, um, I'm not restricting to any, pay, uh, to any page. 
it can be from page one to page nine. If members have noted any grammatic errors or spelling, I'll allow for that. Maybe just for record, just 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 go down again. Just for record, I must also maybe indicate that the report now we are the report before us is the report of the Joint Standing Committee on the Financial Management of Parliament on the Parliament of the Republic of South Africa's draft annual performance plan 2022-2023, dated 26 November 2021. Are there any corrections that members would want to first highlight? Try to move your cursor very slow, uh, Cindy. That's page one. Can we move to the second page? That's page two. Page one and page two, they're difficult. Uh, um, they're dealing with the outline of the, uh, of the report. Then that's page three. Okay. Yeah, I think the content starts here, 2.3, yes. Page four. Slower, 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 Cindy, you are too quick. Okay. Page five. Page six. Page seven. We're still taking corrections. We'll come back. Oh, okay. We'll come back to observations. Page eight. Page nine, which is also the last part of the of the report. Okay, uh, members, if there's any uh, grammatic error or spelling that members would notice at the later stage, please feel free to rectify that with Cindy. Cindy, can we then go to a page where there are observations? Yes, Chair. Observations before recommendations. From members, those are the observations. I'm not sure if you would want me to read them. I don't think it will be necessary. Those are the observations. Um. No performance indicators on one on program. Um, Sorry, do, do not move the cursor too quick, Cindy. Please try to be slow so that members can follow. Mm -hmm. um, okay.
Okay, we can move down. Those are the observations, members. Let's go, move on, Cindy. Part D, go to the first recommendation. Those are the recommendations. We're expecting answers and that the castle. Let's move to the second one, to the second of, uh, recommendation. <laughs> recommendation three. I think recommendation three should be number one for me, Cindy. Okay. It's just a proposal. Recommendations also, they go in terms of a priority. I think that is a priority for me. I'm sure members would agree. Because if we can get this correct, right, then the rest of the programs will be... Okay. Yeah, I think also access to parliament is very important. Let it be number two. Yeah. And then five becomes three. We are a parliament of the people. Accessibility is very important. Those are our, the, that is the legacy for the sixth parliament. Sure. Okay. Okay, let's move. All right. All right. Can you go to the first page, Cindy? All right. And then first page, go up, move the case up. Yeah, sure. Can we then get a move up, uh, members? There's the report. The annual performance plan 2022-2023. Member Marshall. Yes, I stand to move for the second chair. I stand here to move for that. I am. Thank you, Member Marshall. I stand here to move for this for the adoption of this report as a true reflection of what happened in the committee. Marshall moves as a true reflection. Can we get a second? Five seconds. Five seconds. Thank you very much. Can we deal with the second report, uh, um, Cindy? Yes, Chair. I'm just getting that for you. The report is there for um, 
adopted. Thank you, members. His chair is adopted with uh, amendments. With amendments, as a true reflection, thank you, Memato. Can we then deal with the second draft report of the Joint Standing Committee on Financial Management of Parliament on the Parliament of the Republic of South Africa's performance in the first quarter of 2021-2022, dated 26 November? We shall follow the same uh, pattern. First, let's first check if there are any grammatic errors, uh, grammatic errors and spelling errors. Sorry, Chair. That's fine. I think we're in page um That's fine, Cindy. Yes. I'm moving through. Yeah, we're in page five. That's fine. Go down. And now going back to the observations, Chair. Yes, in keeping with the first format, please go back to the observations. There we go, members, observations. I will not read loud. Let's move, Cindy. I think for... 
We also need to find a way of highlighting the fact that we want the position of the Secretary to Parliament to be formalized. 4.4, 4. 4. Mm -hmm. unless mm -hmm. if it is done somewhere. I think we also need to flag that. We also have to emphasize that the, the yes. Okay, you'll find you'll find a better um, way to to rephrase it. That's fine. I think for me, 4.5 becomes very important. This is the battle that the, the sixth parliament must start fighting. Until we get this correct, we are not going anywhere. This must be our number one. It's our number one priority. Making sure that uh, our budget is independent from treasury. That's, num that's our number one priority. Yeah, I think this one we've prioritized in the second winner. Paddy, recommendations, can we move? Are we together, members? Are we still alive? Yes, we are. We are here. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, sure. Those are the recommendations. Okay, let's move. Almost the same thing that we've recommended in the previous mm. report. At some point, these recommendations must change. If the recommendations mm. are not changing, it means answers have not yet been provided. So... Mm -hmm. The recommendations was, will be the same. Okay, Cindy. Okay. Can we therefore then move, get a mover for the approval? Mr. Khadebe moved. I think I've overheard oh, Mr. Khadebe. Yeah, not your person. I just wanted to ask. Uh, I know I was not at that meeting, but I see there's no reference to the uh, Parliamentary Budget Office. Were there any discussions around that? And is there any recommendations we want to make on that issue? Would you want us to flag it? Just go to the recommendations. Uh, I, I think it's an important... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you uh, forwarding it again. It, it, must, it must appear. It's a out, long, outstanding... Yes. Resolved matter that is not being implemented. Cindy, can you find space? Can you find space for it somewhere? There's nothing wrong with us uh, adding adding it to to our recommendations. Yes, sir. So it's in the quarter one report. Um, yeah. Is there anything wrong with it also appearing in that report? Um, perhaps if, if there's something specific members would like to raise, we can insert it and share the, the report as adopted. 
with all members for their approval before we publish. Find us, find a smart way. You and Tolly find a smart way of putting it into context. Okay. It must appear in our in our recommendations. Well, do you? We're not leaving it out. Find a smart way of 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 uh, of putting it in our recommendations. Yes, you know what needs to be done. You know what has been done. You know the progress. So just make a follow-up. Find a way that it should at least reflect that all of us, when we read reports, we should always think that we spoke over and over and over about it. Ne? Yes. Find a way. That's fine. Um, the report was uh, moved by member Hadebe and seconded by by Tim, if I'm correct. Okay, yes, can we then move? And move to another uh, item. Annual report dated 26 November uh, 2020-2021 annual report. We're following the same format. Okay, so it's for this. We're following the same format, observations. Are there any changes, additions that members would want to make? Just keep on moving, Cindy. I won't be, I won't be speaking unless okay. even there's a want to, to raise something. Thank <laughs> you. 
Are there any further recommendations that members would want to make? No? Okay. Can we then go to the adoption? I move for the adoption, sir. Member Hadabe moves. Second. Member Maso seconds. Therefore, the adopt is uh, approved. Thank you very much. Um, Cindy, minutes quickly. Yes. Those were the three reports. Can we don't deal with the minutes? Yeah, I'm just locating them. Chair, I'm just getting our minutes because my laptop is giving me issues. So it will just take a second. Okay, we've got three sets of minutes. So this is the one of the 28th. The 28th of May. Let's, okay, let's first check who was present. Okay. Move. Oh, just go up, just go up, go up, go up. I've seen that I'm absent. Is there a reason that I was absent? There should be a reason. There should be. Huh? Yes, chat, we'll go back into our records to see, but I think yeah. you were unable to look on you at technical difficulties. Yeah, it could be te te uh, technical difficulties. I can't just be absent. So, Chair, I'll just go back to the attendance registers for when members adopt so that they can see whether they were present. <clears throat> Thank you. 
Um, members, is that a true reflection? Yes, Chair, I'll propose the minutes. Okay, team is proposing. Can we get a seconder? Uh, yeah, Chair, they might just correct where they've got absence. Uh, a and Yambi should be absent. Yes, absence unpalatable word, Cindy. Yeah. Please don't write absent. My this meeting for this meeting to correct it, it depends on my attendance, and I will not just abscond. If I was absent, it could be on the basis that there was a connectivity problems. Please, 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 can you correct that? Can you move to the second chair? Yes, my friend, my friend. seconding. Can we then move, Cindy, to another set of minutes? Yes, Chair. These are the minutes of the 3rd of September, Chair. Mr. Singh? Yeah, yeah, again here, yeah, sorry. I see again a lot of us absent. Honorable Dagood, uh, Marshall, out. Uh, I'm sure we gave in uh, reasons or apologies or something. Absent means it's quite a strong thing, like you say. So unpalatable. You unpalatable. Cindy, yeah. it's unpalatable. Members of this committee are very committed. They never, ever, ever abscond. If they're not here, it could mean that they did provide uh, reasons for not being here. Please let's reword that word and find reasons why members were not there. Please, Cindy, we'll pack this and then we'll approve the minutes. But then in the next meeting, at least next to each and every name that was absent, there should be a reason. Please, Cindy. 
This is one of the meetings that never sits without a quorum. Yes, ma'am. Honorable Chair, Chair, yes. I agree with what you're, you're proposing, but uh, we should also not be seen promoting because there are some few members who are sometimes absent without an apology. And yeah. even after making follow-ups, remind them. So I agree. Going forward, we need to, to indicate. We need to. Uh, you see with Mazoni, with Mazoni, ma. You see, with Mazoni, it is clear. Uh, she declined yes. the invitation. Maso, so, she's Honorable Chairperson. Okay. Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Yes, man. Let us have a true reflection of what transpired on that day. I think Cindy will be in a better position to have. Take, for example, just like today, uh -huh. I did provide three apologies for the ANC members who are not there. They yes. say, if I didn't provide, it means that that person is upset, and then we cannot sugarcoat that. We cannot no, we sugarcoat that. Yeah, so what, yeah. what I'm asking for, let's try to make the record to be a true definition as possible. So the, what I think the mandate you must say, uh, Cindy must do, let her go back to her record and see what transpired on that day. Okay, sure. Yeah, yes, as you said, I agree with you. The majority of the members of this committee are very responsible members. Sometimes it's true that it can be a technical problem, but usually sometimes a person is, I almost go sometimes go half into the meeting, and then there's a there's an internet leak. But yeah. it was recorded. But there are people who just disappear. I don't want to mention names. There are people but who are just must go to her records. Thank you. Chief. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, it's resolved. Chairperson, can I comment? Muletani. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to agree with the, with the previous speaker, but then if if the situation was that uh, maybe I was having a serious uh, network problem, I mean I could I could I could have not managed to 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 access the the, the meeting. If if Cindy can do uh, justice to say maybe just to check, like I'm agreeing with him to say let us check with those people now what what happened. If I, I could not I could not uh, manage to enter the meeting. And then in the next meeting, I'm not even given a chance of saying that, you know what, I had a, a technical problem of, 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 of network and so on. So I think if it can be checked so that I want to agree that if somebody just disappeared uh, without any uh, 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 notice, it, it, it's noted. But let us be checked. I'm just saying that because I, otherwise not, I'm not talking for me. I'm fine. I've been attending there. Um, I've been present. But let us check before before, before we just say that the, somebody was just absent. I don't think, like you said it previously, we are adults. We can't just, you know, disappear without, without a reason. We are very committed to, 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 to the cause. Thank you, Chair. Okay, members, point taken. As indicated... Um, we never have people who just abscond. There are always reasons for members not to be present. Uh, for example, I'm not sure if Lesoma is present today. Lesoma, are you in today? Yes, she is. Oh, yes, okay. sure, I am in. Oh, yeah, Lesoma, mm. Lesoma. It's because you never said anything since from the beginning. That's why I, I couldn't notice. Okay, fine. Can Can we then get a mover with all... Uh, the suggested uh, recommendations on 
reasons why people are not present in meetings. Can we get a mover for the adoption of the minutes? I'm Tim is moving. Maso is seconding. I'm seconding, with a, I'm seconding with a recommendation that uh, the issue absent need to be indeed uh, looked, uh, be checked. We can't just be absent. We are so committed to this cause. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, Cindy, was that the last set of minutes? No, Chairperson, we still have our last meeting set of minutes. I'm getting Oh, yeah. Let's just quickly get okay. dispose of that. So, Chair, these are the minutes of the 10th of November. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Yes, members. Are there any corrections that members would want to um, highlight? Yes, yes. Chairperson, uh, I think uh, the issue of absence to this committee for myself, to, from my side, I don't think uh, somehow, somehow it needs to be taken into consideration because we have our primary committees that we attend. If we did not come to this meeting, it does not mean that we are absent. It means that we are also attending other matters that are also uh, of importance for this parliament. So the issue of absent to me does not go well because really I, I, I've never been absent, just absent. You know, I, I honor this committee like any other business. Chairperson? Chairperson? All right, thank you. I think uh, the position of uh, Honorable Marshall is very clear. Honorable Marshall is an alternate member to this committee. Usually, alternate members are present. They, they actually, when there's a, a lack of quorum, whatever it might be, but they're allowed to deliver it. It's true that one uh, uh, Cindy must always bear that in mind, that she is an alternate member of the ANC in this committee. So she, or she has her primary committees, as you say, uh, agriculture, what, what, rural development, whatever it is. Yeah. That's a primary focus. But okay. I think that what must happen here, yeah, uh, Honorable Marshall, we are having secretaries. Yeah. So what do you do if there's a, a meeting coming just tell your secretary to write to Cindy that even if you are an alternative member, that you are in the other meeting. Not that we just don't know what is happening. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much. Can we then get a mover? I move. Uh, we moves and the seconder. I saw seconds. I second. I saw seconds. Thank you very much. Cindy, I'm not sure whether my apology was recorded in this meeting as well. I'm not sure. I did not 
No, there was no apology from you too. You were pleasant. Oh, yes. I remember I was not well, but I did connect, even though yes. I was unable to participate. Yes. All right, then yes. can we get them then get uh, to the business of the day of today? Chair, sorry. Before yes, we go to the, to the business of today, uh, I just kept to myself because I wanted us to pass the reports in a minute. The issue of the recommendations which we made, that one of the allocation of parliament in particular, that it must not be dependent upon treasurer. The minister yes. of finance will be presenting a budget in February. And then we uh. gave the executive authority a month to come back to us. So that meeting was on the 26th. The 26th will be in December. Yeah, will be closed. So the question which I'm raising here is what has been done up to now? What engagements were done up to now to ensure that that resolution is being effected? Yeah. That resolution is being effected. And then uh, number two, Chair, as you spoke about the glitches which you are having, yeah, the issue is that this issue of Zoom meetings actually sometimes make this parliament staff to get away with murder. I can take, for example, you are given the contacts, whereupon member support facilities, you are the people who are supposed to be dealing with, but the numbers which are provided with are office numbers. Are office numbers. I'll make an example. When the school, the schools closed, I was shocked that my daughters were not registered ne, as, uh, as they travel dependents. I had to call the acting speaker to parliament to go and get those people to ensure that they are registered. So I think that something must be done about the issue because at level one, you go to all the shops, you go to all the firms, all the staff members, they are there at work, so that they do the work. So uh, I'm putting this thing in front of the administration of parliament. When are we going to have almost the full complement of work? Because all the other sectors are open, even in the hospital, where the virus is, is rampant. They are there. I can make an example. In the last meeting, myself and Mr. Hai, we raised certain things very critical. We're supposed to have changed our phones because now it's two years down the line. You cannot get anyone. When you go to the, I, I took I took a contractor with Telcom. When you go and change there, so you are there in the system, but we cannot help you because your contract is managed differently. You must go back to parliament. You go back to parliament, you don't find these people. So I think that something must be done. But the first one is very critical. What has been done up to so far about the issue of affecting this issue of the allocation of parliament? Thank you, Chair. Because on the 26th, we'll be at home. Ne? But I think that immediately when you take, took that resolution, certain steps should have been taken to, to, to ensure that that resolution is effective. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Whip. So the recommendation to put it as the first priority, I think it is in order. Um, the 26th, I'm not even sure if that meeting will sit because it will be a day after... I'm not sure. 26 of what? Uh, that they had December. A... It will be day after ah, Christmas. No. After Christmas. So I'm not even sure if that meeting will will take place. Um, it's fine. Let's let's defer everything back to to the new year, which is next year. 
Yeah, it will be a holiday. And then maybe now let's 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 deal with the first agenda item. I my, I my hand is up chair. Yes. Mine is up too. Oh okay. My hand is up. Chair, I agree uh, with the two of you, yourself and uh, uh, the whip, that we cannot have the meeting on the twenty sixth will be anyway uh, that we we move the meeting to here uh, first quarter of, of 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 next day or the last quarter of the financial of the guidance. I think uh, honourable I think there should be an improvement in terms of communication between ourselves uh, through the, our secretaries to to Parliament. Um, I, but I also want to agree with you that uh, there has been a delay. Our contract has long lapsed and uh, there was no communication as to what to do, when to do. And also, uh, our contracts are different. Like you say, you have a, a telecom contract, you can go to, to any outlet. But those with other uh, uh, service providers, they given forms to fill in and send them back to Parliament. And what I want to raise, in addition to what the raise because I've gone through so complicated with some of the officials uh, trying to clarify uh, what is expected of me in terms of renewing the contract. And we are expected, according to the information I have, to renew only the phone. And previously, when we renew, whenever we renew, we renew all the gadgets. So I don't know what changes that, where this decision was taken to say, you only renew the you only renew the, 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 the phone and the, the laptop and the tablet will be You are fading, member. Next year, I don't know if if we are in order. I'm done, chair. Yes, but I could hear, I could hear the your 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 points. I think the main Thank issue you. you are raising there is the rationale behind uh, saying that members cannot upgrade other gadgets, but they are only entitled yes. to upgrade the telephone. Yes. Um. Yes. There was another hand. Yes, it, it's me, Kaiso. Uh, yes. yes I, I just wanted to raise quickly this matter of uh, the staff. Yeah. And the, and the issue of the budget of parliament. I want to agree 100% with what was raised by Honorable uh, Becky uh, around that issue because it, it seems as if uh, February is going to arrive. Uh, without us having, you know, put our foot 
flat on the ground around that issue that uh, the parliament must uh, draw its own budget and not be you know imposed by treasury by then so it will give me a problem if we will arrive first and wait for the first quarter and then we are going to discuss that matter as if it's going to be a new matter altogether uh, when we meet it will be sometime uh, uh, after february when the budget has already been done so i don't know how i don't perhaps i missed a point to understand how are we saying we're gonna uh, 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 deal with that before the budget although i understand that now we're in the middle of a um, you know, we're in December and there's, a, there's no likelihood that we shall have been able to do it uh, before the budget. <clears throat> Secondly, is the issue of the staff. Initially, I thought maybe when we're moving to level one, and I don't know why is the administration not actually, you know, taking uh, preemptive measures to deal with the issue of, you know, management of you know movement of staff during this level such that now it is not necessary you know to be to hampering the, the members of parliament who are supposed to you know have direct uh, engagement with the relevant of staff offices there so that it provides for for the members because you know whatsapp message is not enough to be just asking questions here, but sometimes there are things that you need to engage on the table, you know, this one and that one, and then you sign and all those things. <clears throat> so I think moving forward, the, actually there's supposed to be urgently, there should be a, a plan that actually, you know, addresses this question of, you know, uh, moving in uh, members of the staff of parliament, uh, office by office, it, it should there should be a very clear plan that should have unfolded long ago so that there is no struggle and ask, we should be not be asking questions when this office is going to be open or when is this person going to be here and there you see uh, I, I, I mean it doesn't make sense that all other government institutions of which the parliament were leading by example we should actually you know uh, be viewed as being, you know, ahead. But now uh, it's like when it comes to this, we are at the table because we have just, uh, you know, asked all people to go back to their uh, bases, uh, but the commanders are, are running behind. So if you can look at that matter and manage it, there should be a proper plan unfolding uh, by each level such that now at least there are convincing reasons why no, no, no. At this level three, we can we'll scale down by one or by two, but not by zero. It, it, it gives me a problem. So I, I think we need to look at that. I'm done, Chair. Chairperson? All right. Yes, can you hear me now? Yes, I don't know whether... There's another hand. There's another hand. Let me see on the chat. Um, I'm not sure whether you... Did you capture me, Chair? 
Honorable Kaiso, you, you were very audible. Ne? You were audible. I think that uh, the secretary to the NMA, Mr. Kaiso, will be able to respond to the issues you are raising. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. I, I note your point, uh, I see the chair seems to have been disconnected. I don't know at what point I should come in. All right, let me look at the hands. And then the person who still has yeah. to come is Honorable Marshall. Honorable Marshall will yes. put your point so that after Honorable Marshall, Mr. Castle, then you can come in, my brother. Thank you. Thank yes, you, Abed. Yes, Chair. Thank, thank, thank you. Chairperson, I wanted also to come in in making sure that we uh, put emphasis on the issue that you have raised, uh, uh, Honorable uh, Radebe, that uh, we're feeling very much frustrated by the members, uh, by the workers of our own parliament. Um, the issue you raised that they, they are nowhere to be found in the offices is true. And it, this frustrates us more than any other thing else because you will call and call and nobody's answering. And some of the things are not being done correctly in that, in that line. So therefore, we suggest that really this matter must be addressed by with the authority uh, that the, uh, those, those people that are working in those offices, they must make sure that uh, they adhere to the rules of parliament where they need to be at work. If they are not there, we need to know when are they going to be in those offices. If they are following the issue of COVID-19 regulations, we need to know what is happening because you can't be frustrated. You can't be like we are on the street all the time when you need something, you can't be there. Presently, I'm giving an example. There is this issue of members' interest, which they said we must send. We have sent them to those emails that they said we must send. But we are now getting so many messages because it's only three days left. You did not submit, you did not submit, but you have submitted, you have proof, you have everything. We don't know where to go. So it must be fixed. We need not to be frightened. No, th thank you, Honorable Marshall. When coming to that issue, just to acknowledge that you have sent your declaration form, it's not coming back. You send the stuff and then it just disappeared. You don't know what has happened. But Mr. Castle, can you come in, please? On this. Thank you. thank you so much, uh, honourable members. I have taken note of of the points and the concerns uh, raised by members. Um, we we had put in place a rotational system in terms of uh, staff presence to make sure that every area of of uh, activity in Parliament there are people that are available to serve honourable members. So I'm I'm actually quite concerned myself that when members um, require service, they are not being served. So I've taken note of this, and, and we're, going to, we're going to attend to it. I think members have, have, have indicated specific areas around issues of uh, members' interests, members' uh, facilities, but I'm sure it also applies to other areas within the establishment. Um, a lot of us are here on a daily basis, but let me say some of us are here on a daily basis, but to the extent that there are areas that don't seem to have uh, personnel to attend to members. 
we, we certainly will attend to that, honorable members. And I really want to apologize that members have had to go through this experience, but we're going to receive our urgent attention. On the issue of the budget, I think I would like to say two things. I think, one, the sooner these reports are published so that they go to the House and adopted by the House, the reports of this committee, I think that the better for all concerned, because once they are adopted, they can then be implemented and, and responses can be provided to some of the issues that have been raised. But I'm also aware that um, the presiding officers and the minister have been working on some engagements to discuss specifically these issues that are being raised here, the, the concerns around the budget of parliament and how it is structured. And, um, and I'm just not certain that that, that meeting has, has in fact taken place yet. But the presiding officers or executive authorities certainly are alive to this matter and it's trying very hard to engage the Ministry of Finance. Of course, we're aware that um, it may be late for some of the things to happen by February because a lot that will be tabled in the budget, that will be part of the budget in February has already been worked on in terms of, the, of these things uh, arranged from the Department of Finance. Um, on ICT matters, uh, Ms. Boltman, I'm not sure if you're able to respond to the issues raised by members around the, the contracts and, and um, as it relates to ICT. Um, and I'm also informed that the administration met with the Treasury on the 9th of November. Uh, and um, so the matter is, is, is indeed receiving attention, but the, the acting CFO is here and the Treasury Advice Office uh, is also represented here and they may want to add uh, to that. Ms. Boltman, through your, through your permission, Chair, Ms. Boltman, do you, need, do you have anything to add on the issue of contracts? Yes, um, can you hear me? Um, good afternoon, honorable members. Um, yes, Mr. Kasu, um, I, can, I can respond to the extent, um, uh, from ICT's perspective, to the extent of our involvement. Um, however, I do know that um, the division manager and the section manager of member support services division, um, they did present the approach in terms of the cell phones and what they would be looking at um, over the next two years in terms of the MTF, the medium term years. I think they have presented to the chief whips and I think they have consulted. So um, that's the, the extent that I can respond um, regarding the approach that was um, used in terms of not upgrading the phones, I think, um, but rather to continue with the contacts. But in that case, um, Mr. Castle, I think we need to um, solicit the feedback from member support services in this regard and report back to the committee. Thank you. Okay. Um, we, we certainly will give a considered response to this matter. Um, taking all all the issues on board that have been raised by members. And thank you so much. Okay, thank you very much. Um, maybe in our next meeting, we'll give you a chance to go and 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 uh, dig deeper into this uh, concerns that were raised by members. Um, I want to also raise some dissatisfaction with the travel agent. It seems like they're not uh, paying attention. You get to the airport, you you are inconvenienced. And um, these are the issues that I, I did personally tell them that I'm going to raise with the administration. 
but that goes for claim claim claims department as well you are expected to submit your claims electronically they are there for two weeks and um, when you make a follow-up you are told you did not comply then later you get a call that no we are sorry uh, we did not check uh, the receipts have been so we want people who are here to give support to members to please pay attention to their work so generally members are just not happy with the service that they get from um from the from the staff and i also want to also caution members that um there is a questionnaire about uh, dissatisfaction and recommendations that members would want to make uh, related to support staff services i'm not sure if mr castle you are aware of that and if members are also aware of that uh, if not let us try to make sure that um that questionnaire it actually reaches each and every member in fact we should insist that members should fill uh, the questionnaire form so that uh, then um administration should then be able to reflect uh, generally uh, accepted but also taking into note that the current speaker has committed um, to meet with, uh, with, uh, with, with, with finance. In our last meeting, I'm sure members will remember, uh, she, she did indicate that uh, they are planning to meet with the minister before the, before the end of this year. And then I think another issue is that uh, Norm, I think Mr. Castle did touch on it that the reports must first be tabled at the house, and then 30 days after the internal circulations and adoptions, then after 30 days, then that's when we can then uh, expect um, what is this uh, responses. Members, can we can we move on? But I think Mr. Castle. Uh, you have noted all those concerns by members. Can we move on to the agenda item? If you allow me, if you agree, members. Um, Thank you, Chairperson. But I think that what Mr. Kaswa has said is that the staff which is always available, take for example in the members' facility, when in parliament there's always no one, I think that if they can issue if they can issue a list of the staff members who are available for a particular week, for example, next week, the parliament is still open. We must know who is in so that we can have the face to face meetings when rest issues were necessary. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Whip. Can we then go to the first agenda item, which is the only item in the agenda? Um, briefing. For the 2021-2022 midterm performance reports, can we quickly go through that? But the class, I'm sure you are the one who's going to present. Thank you, Chair. Um, Chair, we will uh, ask Mr. Modi uh, to present the report, and uh, the acting CFO will deal with the financials. Thank you, Chair. Mr. Modi. Um. Uh, sure. Uh, um, Chairperson, honourable members, um, 
um, Mr. Castle and uh, other officials of Parliament. I just want to confirm, first of all, I am sharing a presentation. Can it be seen by all? I'm on uh, the screen I see is just a PowerPoint in front of me. I just want to confirm that uh, uh, I'm. Uh, you can see uh, see our report. Yes, the report is visible. Okay, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Okay, um, uh, honourable members, uh, uh, members of the committee, I'm going to take us through our institutional media report um, uh, uh, for the year. Uh, just reminder, in terms of the FMPPLA, we have tabled and presented before our first quarter report. We also tabled uh, the second quarter report together with the media report. We have provided uh, provided uh, the large media report, which is a 48-page document. The presentation I'm going to summarise is that, uh, uh, that report. Thank you. Um, so just to, oh, I'm not sure why it's not, okay, the presentation is not moving uh, on my screen. I just want to find out, do I still have sharing rights? I should be able to move this presentation. Okay, I'm just going to try sharing it again, just to see if there's a technical issue. Okay, um, so um, honorable members, I apologize for that. There was a technical issue with the presentation. Okay, so the, uh, the media report, um, uh, just a reminder that the strategic plan of parliament uh, for the, the sixth parliament outlines two strategic priorities, oversight and accountability and public participation. And the annual performance plan is derived from these uh, priorities. And uh, the media performance report uh, being presented today is based on this uh, six term strategic plan. Uh, it contains 12 indicators which are, uh, which are measured, nine of which uh, are performance measures focused on member satisfaction or client satisfaction uh, with the, mem uh, with the uh, services provided by the parliamentary administration. Um, so um, a quarterly survey is, uh, is, uh, is, done, um, is done where members are asked to rate the services of the parliamentary administration along five key dimensions, uh, which is usefulness, reliability, timeliness, um, um, and um, I can't remember the other two right now. Uh, we've run those surveys for two quarters, and the survey for the third quarter is open at the moment, uh, uh, which has been sent to both uh, members' um, uh, inboxes and, uh, uh, and uh, uh, via, uh, via SMS. So uh, this uh, allows for members to rate these services along those dimensions. And uh, I had noted in the past that so for the first quarter, three members of the Joint Standing Committee did the survey and four members for the second quarter. So thank you for that. And the more responses we have, the better the parliamentary administration would be in terms of uh, improving some of its, uh, some of its services. Um, uh, thank you. Um, this is just giving a quick um, indicator overview. So um, what this is saying, it's saying which indicators are new, which were carried over from, uh, uh, from uh, even the previous term of, uh, term of parliament. The one thing we noted before, the, the uh, doing quarterly surveys, so which obviously has been implemented. I mentioned that even the third quarter survey is open at the moment for members to actually uh, uh, respond to. Uh, 
and uh, these uh, uh, indicators are also moving away from just measuring like for example in the past we had um, uh, measuring whether research paper got done within eight days now members get to rate whether the research paper is useful whether it's reliable whether it helps them do their work uh, um, uh, etc. So we've moved into the aspects of quality and I noted from your recommendation reports earlier. Uh, so as I mentioned, we have addressed that issue with these new types of uh, measures. Uh, I think offhand just to mention as well, uh, earlier this month, uh, we also presented this to the IPU data uh, uh, data. Uh, a data and governance forum uh, in front of 178 uh, participants in the IPU. Uh, so it was presented there and it was indicated uh, in terms of the IPU from the IPU Innovation Hub that our methodology and the things that we are using is quite progressive and it was taken quite uh, quite well by uh, many other um, uh, uh, many other parliaments uh, parliaments in the world where they would be looking at some of these things as a new benchmark. Um, just to move on, although these are not uh, audited information in terms of the APP, uh, I'm just highlighting um, in terms of summary in an infographic, what are some of the key work done uh, by the houses and the, uh, and the committees. Uh, so indicating, you know, the number of oral questions, the number of written questions that Parliament has put forth, the debates in the House, oversight visits, uh, our public hearings, bills processed. Um, during the uh, first half of the year. Um, and after that, um, in terms of public participation, uh, what I'm showing is the business of parliament. Uh, some of the new public participation uh, we do via multimedia platforms. So uh, what is our reach via Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram? and the parliamentary website, what we're getting. And obviously uh, uh, these are all, um, you know, the uh, new methods of public participation uh, using these uh, digital platforms. At the same time, we still um, uh, do public participation via tr uh, traditional media reach. Um, going to go into uh, detail around this, but uh, we've got uh, Parliament's reach is quite significant and our public at, uh, participation efforts are, are, are quite significant. And then I'll go into the technical performance, uh, uh, media overall performance. So the first thing to note is that in terms of the member satisfaction surveys that we sent out, um, the second quarter, just like the first quarter, has got a 100% performance as rated by members of parliament. Um, the, so um, that's where we are uh, coming out at. Uh, all indicators met their targets. Um, then um, the one which is gray is simply because it's an annual parliamentary joint uh, parliamentary programming framework. There isn't a quarterly, uh, a quarterly indicator for that. Uh, that is indicated in the uh, the quarterly programs of the NA and NCOP on the next two uh, next two indicators. Um, so, first thing to note that the performance is 100%. Then, I'm doing a snapshot view of uh, the um, member satisfaction results. Um, so, like I mentioned, all members are getting this via Google Form survey, which they can access via their computer and um, uh, via uh, uh, the SMS link on uh, on their phones. Uh, I think the latest uh, uh, the latest um, even sent an update uh, to this and a reminder even this very uh, 
this very week itself uh, at the beginning of the week. So uh, what this is showing, um, so the mid-year result, uh, mid result is simply an average of the quarter one and quarter two uh, survey results. Um, your, um, um, from, so you've got a 92% uh, satisfaction with ICT services, facilities management at 79.3, capacity building at 70.9, 84.1 for research services, 85 for content advice, 80% for procedural advice, um, for legal advice, 79, 84% uh, for committee support services, and 77 for public participation support. Um, I think I want to take this in time to actually address something I saw in terms of recommendations on all three reports. Uh, I want to address it. It has been addressed before, but I just want to give a reminder. Um, in terms of the sixth parliament uh, strategy, you have a strategy map which talks about outcome levels all the way to input levels. I think I saw a recommendation which stated, uh, stated why there are no performance targets for program three. Program three is comprised of direct charges, is comprised of uh, members' travel entitlements, uh, etc. These are inputs to Parliament. They are not things which you perform against. Um, we have checked extensively and we've engaged this with the AG, with the IPU, with other parties on there, and there is a DPME framework. It is incorrect and it will create an audit finding immediately if you start putting performance targets to, uh, to um, uh, travel tickets, to, um, uh, to direct charges in terms of members' compensation and medical aid, etc. Because these are, these are pure inputs. They are neither activities, outcomes, or any of the higher levels of the And it's not in keeping with any... Uh, strategic planning framework uh, out there. So hopefully that answers that question. I believe we have put that before. However, since I saw it as the, in the recommendations, I'm just saying that recommendation could create an immediate uh, uh, audit uh, audit finding. And I believe that uh, it can be uh, checked with all of those parties. Uh, we do extensive consultations uh, uh, on these, uh, particularly around the AG who has advised on that before. Um, so next slide. Gonna move on there. Uh, as I'm saying, for the total of um, um, of the twelve indicators for the at the mid-year points, all achieve their targets. Um, now, since there's no reasons for variance, etc., I will just quickly skim through some of the uh, performance information just to show how it's broken up amongst the different programs. Your program one, which is pure administration, has a total of two indicators, and the targets achieved are two there. Um, then. Um, the targets, the, the actual results did come out significantly higher than what the targets were. Now, the targets, when chosen for the first time you are doing this, there was no necessarily parliamentary benchmark you could pick against. Uh, pick against. So we used a generic client satisfaction out there in industry. We have shown where we've got that before. However, the first year of running these surveys which would give a much better idea of a benchmark going, uh, going forward. And obviously, the more members that respond to these client satisfaction surveys um, will also give uh, give uh, uh, coherent, uh, um, a better data for us to use. Um, so then in terms of program two, now program two 
is the main business of parliament. It is your legislation and oversight program. It's where the core business of parliament sits. That's why it has the majority of the uh, of the performance targets and uh, and indicators. And just quickly, uh, although I mentioned it before, um, that your sorry, uh, if I go to the um, okay, the the uh, the financial program and the and the program is not necessarily aligned at the moment, but your your program five is purely associated services. Like I said, it has, when you talk about compensation of employees, there you are talking about, uh, okay, so if you're starting off, you've got members facilities, you've got transfers there, you've got uh, uh, the equivalent of members compensation, and also um, uh, tickets and goods and services around members' entitlements. I think members already mentioned things like phones, all of those kind of things. Those are pure inputs to Parliament. Uh, it would be impossible to assign performance measures to the input levels of Parliament, and it, it does not make any uh, any sense in terms of any frameworks which are out there and in terms of the consultations that we have done. So uh, I just wanted to reinforce that uh, point. Um, for the moment, I am going to pass uh, uh, for this presentation, the, obviously the financials. I would pass to my colleague, the acting CFO of Parliament, to take us through the, uh, take the committee through um, financials. Thank you. Good afternoon, Chair and Honourable Members, uh, colleagues of Parliament, Mr. Caso. Um, in terms of the financial performance uh, uh, by program, and when we talk program, we talk to the strategic leadership and governance, the administration, uh, your core business support and associated services, as well as direct charges. As we can see here, um, Parliament has basically spent 45% uh, for the first half of the financial year. Um, and there will be an underspend of 14% specifically on the Parliament by the end of the financial year. Just move on to the uh, next slide, please. I'm just highlighting what is on the slides. Um, <laughs> Uh, can I? Apologies for some reason. There's a technical. Yeah. I'll just bring it up again. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Murthy. Uh, can Can everyone see the screen now? I just want to check. That, that's right. Just Just the, the next slide, which is uh, performance by economic yeah. classification. Uh, apologies. I've got to do it again. For some reason or the other, the slides are not moving. Uh, I don't know what the pickup is. <clears throat> We apologize for this, members. Yes. It's showing, Mr. Motley. I just need you to go to the next one, please, if, if it's possible. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. this, uh, the, just the one before the overall performance. I just want to take members through the, um, the different classifications. Just the one before this one. 
Sorry, I'm okay. still having okay. the same okay. the same trouble. Okay, I think in any case, a member, sorry for that. Uh, this overall view will basically address the issues that we have on the previous two slides. As I've initially mentioned, overall Parliament has spent 45% of its appropriated budget. Um, that has disappeared. Yeah, I think it's 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 a challenge today we have. Yeah. Um, this one, just leave it there, Mr. Murthy. Um, in terms of the overall spend by Parliament, uh, it's 45% of 2.6 billion. Uh, linear projection, we expect obviously a 50% year to date um, of those expenditure. In terms of the direct charges that is now relating to members' liberation, uh, there will be a uh, projected overspend of 14.103 million. Uh, however, members do know that that is a direct charge against the National Revenue Fund. Um, in terms of the compensation of employees, it's uh, about 44% of the 544.5 million of the total annual budget. Um, there is an underspending, and obviously what we can say here, it's obviously due um, to the performance uh, bonus, which was 0%, and, uh, uh, and obviously there has been some key vacancies. As you well know, uh, the CFO as well as uh, the Secretary to Parliament, uh, those are some of the key vacancies. Um, in terms of the APP on goods and services, spending currently is at 31%, or 92.9 million of the annual budget. Um, here again, we can say the prolonged traveling restrictions. Uh, that's why there has been an underspend, but obviously now um, uh, the country moving to level one, there has been a slight improvement in terms of spend, specifically on international travel. Um, obviously, the budget will be adjusted um, and the savings will be utilized for other projects specifically on the infrastructure and the ICT side. Um, with regards to goods and services on the members' entitlement side, uh, spending uh, for the year uh, amounts to 41%. Um, also here, I need to mention that members' entitlement are heavily dependent on travel requirements, and those are of previous and current members of the executive. And again, due to the pandemic, um, there is a projected underspend by the end of the financial year because there has been slow traveling. Uh, then also, when we talk about the transfer payments to political parties, the year to date is 50%. Um, and here again, we project a full spend by the end of the year. Uh, Capital expenditure currently stands at 26% of the total budget. Um, and there, again, we are saying they will be full spent by the end of the financial year. If we move to the next slide, um, we talk to the program uh, strategic leadership and the governance. Uh, that is program one. 
the budget there. Um, next, yeah, this slide. Uh, under program one, uh, the divisions that we have there is office, office of the speaker, office of the chairperson, the parliamentary budget office, the treasury advice office, and OISD. Um, this program currently has a spend of 47.417 million or 41% um, of the annual budget and, and uh, 114.391 million for the first half has been spent, and the second quarter is at 22% spent. Um, again, as we have said, spending against the annual budget is 41% in, in these offices of the speaker and the chairperson. Can we move to the next slide? Um, again, on the program one, here we talk to the economic classifications terms of compensation, goods and services, and capital. Uh, compensation is at 47%. Goods and services, or APP, is currently um, on 20%. Um, and as we have mentioned, it has still been the lockdown pandemic, but there is projecting that we will be having full spend by the end of the financial year. Um, Capital expenditure, we are saying here it has been deferred to the third quarter um, due to some of those delays that we have experiencing uh, from or some of these capital equipment. Um, can we move to the next slide and the program two, uh, which is the administration. And under the administration, we have offices of the Secretary, Finance Management Office, Internal Audit, Strategic Management and Governance, Register of Members' Interests, Legislative Support. Um, this program, uh, Honorable Members, has spent 60.865 million or 39% from the NL budget. Um, and I just want to mention that the Office of the Secretary, all those offices, members' legislation, it's respectively 48%, 41, 58, 48, 43, and 23% spent, uh, respectively. Uh, when we talk about the spending on contingency, that is obviously the amount allocated for our COVID, uh, and it stood at 29% uh, of the annual budget. Then we move to slide. Uh, the next slide, the program. Uh, here again, we talk to compensation of employees uh, under program two, which is at 47%. Um, and we again are saying there are indicators that we will have full spend. Uh, when we talk under program two on the goods and services, spending is at 20%. Uh, but again, we said indicators are that they will be full spent at the end of the financial year. And under CAPEX, capital expenditure, uh, it's currently at 7% uh, of the 317% yeah, uh, of the annual budget. Uh, however, again, we are saying uh, um, full spend by the end of the financial year. Uh, when we move to the next slide, which is program three, 
co-business. Uh, under co-business uh, members, we look at uh, events in Parliament. We look at the NA, NCOP, Officers Core Business Support, KISS, International Relations and Protocol. Now, this program currently, they spend is standing at 43% of the annual budget. Uh, and that is for the first half of the financial year. And again, as I said, you can see how the different offices have spent ranging on 46, 35, 44, 45, and 41% of their budgets they have spent uh, respectively. Um, there are indicators that core business have, will have full spend by the end of the financial year. Uh, if we look at um, the, the next slide, uh, under the core business, which is your um, compensation of employees, goods and services, and CAPEX. Here again, we say compensation of employees spent is at 46% uh, of the annual budget. However, again, indicators are that they will be full spent. Uh, goods and services, or APP, uh, spending to date is 30%, um, and annually there is uh, 40.719 million. And again, we are saying full spend by the end of the financial year. Under CAPEX uh, to date is 0.2%. Uh, um, however, again, we are saying full spend by the end of the financial year. Uh, members, if we move to the next slide, which is Program 4, Support Services. Under Support Services, you will have your Deputy Secretary, Parliamentary Communication, Human Resources, Information Communication and Technology, Institutional Support Services and Member Support. Uh, uh, support Services here, uh, Honourable Members, has spent 203 million or 41% um, for the first half of the financial year. Uh, and spending for the second quarter against the annual budget is 20%. Uh, can we move to the next slide? Um, still on program four, uh, when we talk about the compensation of employees on under program four, which stood currently at 40% or 159.060 million of the annual budget. Um, goods and services, which is 43% that they have spent. And there are indicators that they will be full spent by the end of the financial year. Also the CAPEX uh, under the program four is currently at 42%. Um, then we can move to program five which is, um, uh, yeah, program five, which is associated services um, relating to members' facilities and the transfer to political parties. Currently, there is a 47% spend of the annual budget uh, in the first half of the financial year. Um, and spending for the second quarter against the annual budget is predicted as 25%. Um, also to indicate to honorable members that the spending year relates to members' entitlements in terms of the handbook and medical aid contributions 
to former members of parliament and the legislatures, uh, which is 41 and 21% year to date uh, and second quarter respectively. When we talk about the transfer to political parties, um, that is constituency, party administration and party leadership allowances, it's currently standing at 50% spend to date. Um, and here we predict that there will be an underspending of 13.911 million on members' facilities. Um, this, uh, um, honorable members, is obviously attributable to the number of members that are not taking up uh, uh, the permit as, as a deficit anticipated. Um, then we can move to the next slide. Thank you, Mr. Woodley. Uh, we continue with the associated services under compensation of employees, goods and services, and then CAPEX. Here we are saying spending to date on, on compensation of on employees, which relates to PAMED, um, is at 41%. And we are saying an underspending of 13.911 on the annual paid budget, as I have indicated on the previous slide. Also with regards to your goods and services, and this uh, honorable members relates to members entitlements, Spending is at 40% of the annual budget of 116.583 million. Um, and members' entitlement, the utilization there is very much dependent on the travel entitlements. However, due to the pandemic again, they are underspending of 13.911 million at the end of the financial year. Uh, the next slide. Uh, uh, Mr. Mutley, we talked to direct charges. This is members' remunerations. Direct charges is standing at 51% of the annual budget and 26% for the second quarter. Um, there are also indications that there will be an overspend of 3% uh, on the annual budget uh, at the end of the financial yeah, uh, the next slide, Mr. Mutley, I think this is the last slide. Uh, direct charges, okay, now that is uh, direct charges. Uh, yeah, we, I have indicated that it is at 51% of the annual budget and then there will be an overspend. Um, but as we have, uh, as one of the members should know, uh, this overspend is a direct charge against the National Revenue Fund as per the FMPPLA. I think, uh, uh, honorable members, that basically concludes my um, presentation. And I thank you, Chair and honorable members. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, is it the end of the presentation? Uh, that is the, that marks the end of the presentation. Okay. Thank, thank you very much. I will now open for comments, questions. If there are any, maybe just to highlight. Um, I'm not sure if I was, I would be correct to 
say that uh, you've mentioned that the program uh, program three there are no indicators for program three and we've just raised critical issues now and i think members are not just complaining um their complaints were relevant because now if program three does not have indicators how do you then measure the performance uh, of those employees who are linked to to the program uh, employees who are responsible to ensure that members are paid uh, timelessly of their claims and travel etc etc uh, because the performance contracts of employees are, are, are derived from the indicators or outputs so i'm not sure if i did capture you well when you said that uh, there are no indicators for the program for, for 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 program three um yeah i've said it that uh, in fact members com uh, complaints are not misdirected members are, are correct in in raising this and uh, you are exposed uh, members that's the presentation. Can we then get um, comments, clarity-seeking questions, and also recommendations, members, where you feel that uh, um, the parliament should actually improve? Over to you, members. Cindy, can you help me to, uh, to point members? I will, Chair. I've got Mr. Singh, Mr. Hadebe. Mr. Kaliso, um, Mayor Marshall, Mr. Molotane, um, those are the only ones for now, Chair. Members in that order, please. Thank you very much, Chairperson, and thank you for the presentation. I, I thought I heard my name first. <laughs> uh, firstly, I think we must uh, appreciate the fact that we are working in very, very unusual circumstances that uh, caught all of us by surprise. And if the new variant that they're talking about is as serious as it is, then I think we can be continuing like this for a foreseeable period. Uh, the one <clears throat> direct question I'd like is the sample size for the questionnaires. You know, this was the first time that I, I didn't complete the survey. And I can tell you it was because of so many other things to do. And I didn't know what to say because, you know, we haven't been using much of Parliament's services. So sometimes I wonder whether it's just a tick the box exercise that we have to complete. But the sample size will be important uh, as to how you reach these percentages. Then on the question of the budget. Now, for me, I may be wrong. Uh, it's not unusual for us to be underspending because we are not traveling and lots of services that are normally provided to us in normal circumstances uh, circumstances are not being provided. And for me, it's, it, it, it's, it's not a bad thing to be underspending uh, because we can then catch up with this uh, notion of us saying all the time every year that we are being underfunded. But what I'd like to know, if there is underspending at the end of the year, Will that underspending, will that amount that's, that's, that's left over accrue to Parliament uh, as it uh, 
or will it go back to treasury? I know there are arrangements and, and we are allowed to keep the money. So for me, I'm just making a general statement that underspending is not a bad thing. Uh, it's allowing us to catch up. My third question would relate to PAMED. I heard something about members not taking up PAMED. Now, as I understand, it's compulsory for you to take up PAMED. So, so if I can just have some clarity on that. Uh, and then on the compensation of employees, uh, where there's an underspend. Now, there, there's a bit of a concern. Are there uh, staff uh, vacancies? Are there, are, are there positions not filled? And are we going to maintain that, uh, freeze some of the posts that are available because there's 40, 44 percent there? And my last question will relate to CapEx. Uh, because we, we're not spending much on CapEx. And I would like to know specifically if the uh, kitchen come dining room project has been completed and is it within budget? I mean, I was there a few days ago and I, and I saw the facilities closed, but is it within uh, budget or not? Thank you, Chairperson, for now. Um, next. Thank you, Chairperson. As person, this list. Thank you. Yes. We, why don't you speak at the end? No, I'm not. Why don't I, my battery is very low. Oh, okay, sure. Should, should then, should, should, should. All right. Thank you, Chairperson. I think that first of all, a person would like to appreciate uh, the presentation made, you know, but there are certain concerns which I, I want to raise, which are a few. I hope that the, the administration will be able to respond. I think that what was good about this uh, budget we're having now is that this budget is supposed to be in line with the strategic plan of parliament. As we have said that in the previous reports we've adopted, that even the APPs which are dealing with are directly linked to the strategic plan of parliament. But if I remember very well, I might, be, I might have focused on something. I think that there are three programs in the strategic plan of parliament. Now, which is done. But when I look at the financial manage, financial reporting, ne, the non-financial report, the, the, the financial reporting is speaking about five programs. Ne, is highly, or I don't know whether those were supposed to be sub-programs of a particular program, if I can be can be clarified on that color regard. And the other issue, Chairperson, is the issue of uh, performance management. Ne, when you go to only to the survey ne, or the certification survey of the members of parliament, it is not inclusive of the entire performance of management. I think that the honorable chair will raise a, co a correct point that there are people ne, who are doing a particular work of which a law is supposed to be input from the side of parliament. But what if that job is not done properly? I can make, for example, I can make just a very simple example in the past. As a, as a member, I, I put a claim, ne, put the, what is, the, the, the slips of, of the flights, ne, they were there. But that claim had to be paid about two months later. When we trace back, there was, that thing simply disappeared. Ne. The issue is that someone should have been held accountable for that. Ne. So what, what is critical here? I think that the certification survey is only one dimension. The issue is that the person who's in charge of the unit, the person who's in charge, that person, the, their performance must be done. I think that we must deal with that. And that's why this issue of 
performance management assessment, it must be really more comprehensive than it is now. And then the other aspect, Chairperson, I think that it's difficult. Yes, we are fighting that the parliament must, uh, must deal with this allocation. The issue is that we are supposed to do the amendment to, to this provincial, the parliamentary provincial business act. When are we going to do that so that we cannot have a lacuna where we go and claim that we must get this allocation must be done by parliament first, but we don't have a tool to exercise that. So when is the amendment going to be affected so that we do this job timelessly? Thank you, Chair. Kalebu Amdula Stool. Kalebu Antate. Next to follow, according yes, to Cindy's list, please. Members, yeah, feel free to just come in. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Chair, uh, Honorable Chair. Yeah, no, one appreciate the presentation which has been made uh, outlining what transpired over uh, the last period uh, under review. <clears throat> So uh, I don't want us to go into a debate over the issue of how, uh, what are the excuses of, uh, you know, COVID has brought to the expenditure, et cetera. Because, uh, you know, in, 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 in SCOA, uh, maybe, uh, yeah, you, in SCOA, for instance, we used to get a, a number of excuses uh, related to SCOA, I mean, related to COVID, uh, you know, uh, impact on expenditure. Uh, no, we found that now some uh, uh, department have found a comfort around, you know, how hiding behind COVID-19 uh, so that uh, we justify everything around COVID. Uh, uh, we ended up saying, no, look, uh, if departments are going to bring the issue of COVID, we 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 we, we are fine. We no longer need it now uh, uh, because people would not do the, their job well and then hide behind COVID nineteen. Uh, whilst we appreciate uh, the attempts to you know to 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 strive to to attain that, but you know because now we are dealing with a met mathematical issue here, uh, which when you did not attain a, a certain mark, uh, a line, uh, then that figure doesn't tally well with the quality of, uh, of the objective that you wanted actually ultimately to, to, to obtain. Uh, then mathematically it doesn't tally, and that, that, that thing doesn't, it can't answer, uh, you know, uh, bring an, a, a correct answer mathematically. <clears throat> but for, for the reason of compliance, uh, you, we have a report uh, which does detail the rest of how did we, we arrive at 45%. And, and, uh, uh, so I, I'm trying to say, you see where you come across underspending, underspending. Uh, uh, it must also at some stage uh, be taken into consideration that underspending itself 
uh, it's something that has consequence. Uh, so uh, uh, it must have consequence. Uh, so it we, we must not there must not be any hiding behind COVID and other things. It must be clearly said that now here it was due to a, a poor performance uh, uh, because I would want to get a breakdown. I just want to go to for instance on the on the issue of political uh, party. I mean transfers to political parties. I just want to make a, pick up one example here uh, where the total annual allocation of uh, you know. Uh, political parties has been underspent by 57%. Uh, and, and I didn't get the clear reasons uh, why the underspending was uh, at that much, 57% during that uh, quarter. Now, you come to the underspending on, on, on employees. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, employees were sometimes uh, up in arms uh, with regard to the salaries and uh, what and what. So we crying. Now, if you look at that, it would seem as if it is now us who are opening a lokunai, as, as, as my honorable Khatebe has, has, has made reference to, uh, for us to be you know, under siege. Because if you talk about underspending, uh, for employees, and at the same time, we have there's been a reduction you know, in, in in as far as the salaries and wages are concerned. It will bring a a a a, a, a huge challenge, you know, because people just take things and then for a uh, <clears throat> so we can we can be taken to task. Uh, what do you mean by that? You know, at at some certain levels. So I'm trying to caution that you, you, we may say nicely that uh, it is because of this and this, but if if you bring in that serious element of you know wages and salaries and also the element of underspending, it means we are shooting ourselves on the foot. We should be saying uh, completely here we've finished everything, we could not even afford further. But now, when you talk about you know uh, underspending under salaries of for employees, we are bringing a serious challenge that we won't be able to answer now tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah. But what I'm trying to caution here is that uh, I, I think in some reasons, I one does not get a very clear uh, a sense of also look at the goods and services. Thirty-two uh, percent, uh, you know. Uh, uh, so it's a very significant number of understanding that you can ever come across. Uh, 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 unless we get a breakdown of what is it exactly that stands there, you know, what was, uh, you know, acquired in terms of goods and service. Uh, uh, if there's a clear breakdown, you know, that is, uh, simply convinced me, then I'm able to follow up. No, I see uh, what happened around the goods and service. But if it's just a general statement, it's because, uh, because of COVID, you know, uh, <clears throat> was there any procurement or, you know, what has happened? So if there's a breakdown, you are able to follow quite nicely that, no, uh, this is, it was related to COVID procurement. It was not done or it, it, something happened, it, but it must be clearly stated there. But if it's just a general statement that, do you remember when level four was announced or do you remember when level three was announced or level two was announced? Uh, 
uh, it affected goods and services. How? Give us a breakdown so that we we see it because uh, not all of us. I from the street level. I I, I want to explain to someone. Someone who inquires about this, then uh, I, I do not know how to explain that. So, um, so maybe my understanding is from a street level at some stage. I think so, but now I'm at the parliament. I want to understand just a simple on 32% underspending on goods and services, and then uh, on the. Yeah, there's, there's a whole range you know, uh, of points that are related to underspending. But generally, that underspending, for me, would not really be an acceptable uh, situation. Uh, we should r- rather have foreseen uh, this uh, coming and, and, and properly put a budget that would uh, not negate us as we move forward to 2022, uh, 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 23. So now, now we begin with a, 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 a we, we punch it at a very low as we move forward with this underspending. It, it leaves much to be desired. Uh, so it, it, there needs to be drastic you know, measures that we avoid this situation in future where we ourselves as a parliament now we are, we are faced with this situation and faced with the situations of the department who are unable to to spend their allocated money. And yet uh, we have a number of uh, uh, challenges of service delivery. Now it can be us again now coming with this picture. We need, actually we needed to be, we need to be exemplary because even the department can come up with these excuses and say, you know, uh, because of COVID, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it's, at this stage, it's uh, it shouldn't be like this. So I think we need there must be a very a clear uh, adherence to, to 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 the rules of the game. So thank you very much, Chairperson. Uh, Thanks, Dr. Kaiso. Indeed, understanding it is going to make us weak as Parliament. Um, we will not be able to win our fight with treasury so please um you've correctly put it that uh, we need to really put our ducks in the row and make sure that uh, no matter what we spend our budgets as allocated i still have um member lesoma will be followed by member moletani and then member Maso will be the last in that order, members. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair, and good afternoon, colleagues. Uh, I, I have been chair, largely been covered by my colleagues. Safe to say that without um, repeating ourselves on this matter, if uh, it's the an impression is created that the tools of trade of members are not so important, how do you then expect uh, members of parliament to do their work properly? Because even the gadgets, when they are being upgraded, there is a reason why they have to be upgraded. Let me make a living example. Last week, or, or still this week, this week members came to parliament, some of them, merely to go and, uh, and have an appointment with the IT people, IP, IT section, and there was nobody there. 
and they are they, they've received the new uh, uh, tools of trade, but there's no one to help them to program them because it needs a parliamentary person to do that. I, I'm just citing an example, but also, Chair, I, I know what we are dealing with is not necessarily meant to be covered here. But one would have said, would have appreciated if it was said that we have got an underspending in terms of a program that also falls under uh, public participation because of COVID. But however, there is a process that there is a, 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 a thinking and an approach that is being mooted that will augment that because COVID-19, it seems like we're still going to live with it for some time. So I, I, I'm saying that it will be important that you strike a balance while you justify the understanding, but also moving forward, this is what we are intending to do. I, I'm not a spokesperson, but I'm just saying that we are the, the parliament of the people. If we are parliament of the people, then how do we operationalize or programmatize that? It, it must be also, we should be given a sense of comfort that- oh, are you done? Uh, pala- Sorry, Chair. We missed you at some point, Malisoma. Oh, so, but in short, Chair, I'm, I'm stressing the importance of tools of trade, but also thinking outside the box that while we acknowledge that there has been underspending uh, thanks to COVID, but we will be living with COVID for some time by look of things, that you also quickly say that however moving forward, we are going to have this so that we ensure that we are people's parliament where there is a public participation as it were. So I, I'm saying that one is very critical for me. Uh, I think uh, Honorable Kaiso has covered other points, but we are not saying that you must spend for the sake of spending, but there must be a, a saying that this is the rationale. The other one, Chair, if then uh, we, it's optional, the, the permit issue, it, it must be said like that. And what then informs that? Because all along we've been told that the permit is compulsory. And with the new members of the sixth term, where did it change? Because we didn't amend any legislation. If one can be schooled on that, can be highly appreciate that. Thank you very much, Chair. Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh... Have been covered by the colleagues in some of the questions. The one that I'm still remaining with that I really need a clarity is this, is this one of the vacant posts. Uh, when 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 presentation was done here on program two, we've got uh, a less expenditure there due to this the the vacant posts that are are still available. One one does not. How far are we, the progress in terms of filling in those uh, vacant posts? Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Uh, let me say that uh, partly I have been covered by my by by the latter speakers but the one will then come in to also echo her view on the issue of the budget on underspending uh, uh, it should be uh, uh, explained to us uh, what is the turnaround the strategy that are put in place 
on how they are going to utilize the underspend money that they have in their coffers. The second one is the issue of the committee should be uh, provided with a, 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 a progress, a guaranteed progress report on the uh, intervention on the parliamentary communication services, uh, uh, which I think we need to also to understand on how it, will it goes. The other one is also with the issue of the need to receive the detailed uh, briefing on the broadcast studio, particularly on how it was funded and its expected impact and the cost of operating it over the next three years. I think I didn't, I'm sorry if I missed it, but I didn't hear about it. So I just need this little clarity on that. The last one, Chairperson, on my side would be that the need to understand the rationale uh, for, for having included members facility under program three, which does not have targets. What is the rationale behind that? Can they also explain to us uh, on that? Thank you very much. Thank you, members. Um, Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair. No, no, before you come in, before you come in, before you come in, I'm quite dissatisfied with the information related to programs under financial performance. And I'm not sure if maybe when you start, you'll have to then start addressing um, those, those uh, discrepancies and then reasons why were they not identified and why were they not included in the report and failing of which then we will then say this report, it is wrong because now it does not tally with what you've presented in quarter one and the programs as well are not telling with the information that is there in quarter one. And it will also not be in line with the APPs. So I, I want you to please be sober, take a very deep breath and try to make us understand and convince us that Indeed, the financial performance report, it is a correct report. Maybe before you can even attempt to respond to any questions, I will pause for now. Chair, no, thank you so much. Um, do you allow me, Chair? Um, yes, yes, I allow. Yes, do allow me, Chair, to to invite the CFO because she he would be better placed than me on the issue of the financial uh, performance. And then my apologies. Um, so if uh, the CFO could uh, comment on that, and then I'm going to respond to two issues and I'm going to indicate to the colleagues which ones uh, they must also respond to on the matters raised by members. And with your permission, Chair, I'm going to invite the CFO. 
Um, thank you, Mr. Castle and Honourable Chair and Honourable Members. Um, if, if my understanding is correct, Honourable Chair, in terms of the question um, of the reports that you say that there is discrepancies in terms of the, the quarters, um, can you perhaps just elaborate on that? Um, I am not sure whether I have captured it correctly. Uh, from what you are saying, and also in, uh, um, if, if I may ask what, what is basically informing uh, you to say that that is, um, there are some discrepancies as per what we have presented in this report. Uh, uh, my apology if I, if I haven't captured uh, your question correctly, Honourable Chair. Look, just for your benefit, Ma, the program that you presented and the, your presentation with Raji, they don't tell you. I'm not sure if you are aware. Just for to ease your, 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 your mind, the program that Raji and Raji and yourself presented, they're not telling. Um, uh, Honorable Chair, I think... Uh, I have, we have presented in terms of the financials, an overview of all the, the five programs. Um, and as I've indicated, uh, that is your uh, strategic leadership, your administration, uh, your core business, uh, support services, and then also your uh, associated services. I think I've also picked up a question uh, where uh, there might be a confusion to say that there are no um, uh, uh, um, targets set. Or just, just hold, ma. Just hold, ma. Just hold, ma. Just hold, just hold. You see, exactly what you are saying, it is wrong. Can you clarify us how many programs do we have? Do we still have five programs or three programs? Just um, before you can even confuse us even more, because yeah. what you're saying now to me, it comes across as a wrong yeah. information. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Chair. I, I think my apology. I do understand what you are referring to now. Um, currently, we are reporting to National Treasury, still under the five programs. And um, I think Mr. Moodley has reported under three programs, if I'm not mistaken. But we have to report still to National Treasury under the five uh, programs. And yes, the APP has... Hello, 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 ma. Hello, sorry for this. Members, I apologize for this. Um, now, in quarter one, how many programs have you presented on? And when did you change, take a decision to change? I think... On, present, on, on the number of programs. Because we yeah. need to follow and really understand we don't want misleading information yeah uh, the information uh, and my apology again chair is is absolutely correct it is just that because we have a challenge to uh, in terms of our systems uh, we have to and, and also because we had to report to treasury on the five programs that is why we have made this presentation on the five uh, uh, programs that is there. 
but there is all these programs are in zinc. Uh, 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 so you, you don't have to worry that we have given you incorrect information. Um, it is just because we... No, 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 ma'am. Um, my apology also to interject like that. I should worry because APPs, according to our information, has got three programs. And if you are presenting anything outside that, it should, it's my concern. I should worry because I am here to conduct oversight on information that you are giving to me. So the, if you give me inconsistent information, it is my business to worry. So you don't have to sugarcoat it in any way or try to make me feel at ease. I will definitely not be at ease. So please give us accurate information. Do not sugarcoat anything and try to be consistent. It will be for the first time that as this committee will be rejecting the report. So we don't want to go there. Please try to find even words that are relevant, that shows professionalism and convincingly as well. So that then when we close this meeting, we should all be at the same level and in agreement that you are not just willingly change and give us information that you feel it is correct for us. We follow, we read reports, we understand what is going on. Chairperson, just, just to come in on that matter, well, I'm fully agreed with you. That's why when I raised it, that the strategic plan has got three programs. But then, once we have a strategic plan with three programs, the money must follow the strategic plan. And immediately the strategic plan was approved. Now, I think that the treasury must have been informed. But what could have happened if the previous programs, now, they are still there. I think if there are still one bodies around that, now, but they must indicate this as sub-programs of a particular program, because it's true that it's going to be confusing. Now, if you have a strategic plan of three programs, but the financial performance is on three, so how then are we going to cross-reference to ensure that things are in order? Thank you, Chair. No, exactly my point, Weep. Uh, exactly my point. Ma'am, can you please clarify us so that then we can then move on? Exactly my point, Weep. You're spot on. Um, Chair? With your with your permission, ma'am, I would like to to invite um, the Treasury Advice Office to just clarify the issue around the program structure. I, I note your, your point. We may, um, after this chair, commit that we resubmit this so that it it speaks to the concerns that you have raised in terms of how we present on the structure. I think there is still a, a a system issue in terms of how we report our our strategic plan and how we report in terms of uh, the expectations of Treasury. But I want to invite to you, Chair, the Treasury Advice Office to just clarify the point, just because they work together with the CFO. But we, we note your concern, Chair. It's very important that we don't confuse the members and we don't confuse like, everyone um, uh, consuming our reports. Mr. McGregor? Thank you, Mr. Kasu. Uh, thank you, Chair. Um, Chair? I think um, there is a there is a misalignment between the program structure, and um, the reason is that the the way our funds are allocated from national treasury, it is allocated on uh, according to five programs, 
And when we 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 look when we uh, our financial system is also set up five programs, and our monthly reports are also reporting on five programs. But I think what we we need to do for you, Chair, is to to be consistent and to all the numbers are there. They are uh, the divisions are still the same, but it is it is as, it's the way we organised uh, the program and the presentation. So I think. Uh, uh, Chair, if we can, we, we can rearrange that into the three programs. It was just at that point, it is it is easier for us to report straight from the financial system. So um, I think what we can do is that our colleagues in the FMO can, can, can report it according to the three programs. But currently, um, we have engaged with National Treasury, and from the 1st of April, we will be able to report on the three programs. So because, because it will be updated in on the national treasury system and it will also then align to the system at Parliament. So there is a, a, a reporting issue for us, but we can uh, rearrange it for you according to the pro three programs. Yeah. So there is uh, apologies for that, Chair. Honourable yeah. uh, members, sorry, sorry, uh, uh, um, uh, our chairperson is probably that he has been kicked out of a of a meeting. I'm not sure what is going to happen. Oh, all right, thank you. That that you've alerted me to that. Uh, uh, I think if if the chairperson is not in, uh, I, I can come in and share the meeting. I think that what has transpired now is that we really appreciate the explanation from the side of Treasury, that their system is not yet aligned to that one of Parliament. And then we are getting a commitment that in the new financial year, everything will be in order. I think that those things, we had to bring it to the fore so that we deal with that. And then the ACCO can continue reporting and responding to the questions. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you so much, Chair. Just the issue of indicators as they relate to program three. I, I think I'm I'm hearing what the members are saying and what we we need to do as the administration is to just identify what it is exactly that we think members would like to have measured uh, that we measure there. And um, I've I've noted the response by Mr. Model, but I, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want us to, to, to dismiss the concerns that you have raised, that you, you are concerned that the people who are supposed to perform a service uh, their work is not being measured, um, or the service itself is not being measured. Because in terms of measuring people, that would be their performance uh, agreements. But the work itself, the service itself, is not being measured. So we'll take that into into consideration and see what type of indicators we could uh, uh, work out there. Um, again, Honourable um, Khadabi, have raised the issue of the amendment of the FMPLA. Um, firstly, there is a process currently underway in the Finance Standing Committee um, that is seeking to, um, to to effect certain amendments, especially as they relate to the reporting obligations uh, to effect amendments on this FMPLA. But there is also another process which is uh, trying to uh, to implement Section 18 of the Financial Management of Parliament Act, which speaks about Parliament must. Uh, for each financial year, Parliament must appropriate funds communicated in Section 2 in the annual national budget. But we will do a proper presentation to this committee 
on the issue of Section 18. Now, I would ask uh, Mr. Model um, to respond to the issues around the sample size of the questionnaire um, and, uh, and the issue of the surveys. Um, and then the CFO will respond on the issue of uh, the budget. And Ms. Fiona will, will speak to the issue of vacant posts. Um, another issue, Chair, is that on issue of broadcasting, we we'll request that we don't respond to it in this meeting. Uh, we'll have to, to because the, the spokesperson is not around, who is in charge of the PS, PCS, Public uh, Parliament's Communication Services, and the issues of the studio. We don't want to, to, to give incomplete information. Uh, and it's funding as well. Um, I think the accounting officer would want to get involved in, in responding on that issue. But HR will respond on the issue of vacant posts and also on the issue of the um, understanding around the issue of vacancies, also assisted by FMO. So, Mr. Modley, if you could please respond, but don't respond on, on, on the issue of indicators for Program 3. I think we've dealt with that one. But you can respond yeah. on the issue of the size and the survey. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Deputy Secretary. Um, um, honorable members, um, we chose not to pick a sample size uh, based on the number of members of parliament in both the National Assembly and the NCOP. We decided to uh, basically use the entire um, um, uh, uh, to send the survey out to all members of parliament. Uh, I don't know the exact numbers right now, but uh, that could be around 480 or so. So all members of parliament are getting the survey. Uh, we didn't want to uh, uh, limit it to a sample. Um, then uh, in terms of to give you an indicator of responses so far. So in the first quarter, of the uh, of the total number of members, uh, we got about sixty five responses back after leaving the survey open for about three weeks. Uh, in the second quarter, uh, quarter it was slightly less. Uh, the third quarter one is still open. Obviously, for us, the greater the number of responses, so everybody's been sent it out, the greater the number of responses, the more valid the, uh, uh, valid the survey becomes. Uh, from a technical basis, in terms of uh, statistical validity, uh, we need a minimum of about 40, somewhat, uh, just over 40 members to respond for the results to have any, uh, any uh, scientific or statistical validity. Thank you. Um, thank you, Mr. Council and honorable members. Um, the question on the budget side, specifically uh, the underspend, um, I think I take note of, of, of the members' concern. However, what I need to indicate, why we always refer to COVID, um, our travel uh, uh, Commodity is the biggest budget. We spend a lot on travel and due to some delays, obviously there has been um, uh, some underspend in that area. However, um, there's also been um, strategic priorities and projects identified, uh, uh, specifically in the ICT, uh, the hybrid, the committee system, 
that is required. So uh, that underspend will be basically utilized uh, uh, for those type of projects. Um, also, Parliament does not uh, give back money. Uh, it remains, we call it retained earnings. And also to indicate that uh, when we do have retained earnings uh, in this specific year, we have also invested some of those retained earnings. So there's definitely um, specific reasons for us uh, uh, in uh, not spending the way it should be done, uh, as uh, honourable members has, has indicated. But um, uh, that underspend will be well utilized uh, uh, in terms of those strategic projects. Um, I'm not sure whether there is any other... Uh, um, yes, uh, the issue of the issue of political parties understanding there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. When, it, when it gets to the political parties underspend, it's mostly when we say there is an underspend, is when there were some queries on uh, financial uh, statements that were submitted by the parties that are not aligned to the policy. And that is when we kind of withhold some of these budget. But if you look at it by uh, the end of the year, uh, 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 it is projected that they uh, might be full spent by, by the political parties if all the queries that are outstanding has been submitted uh, duly by the parties. Uh, thank you, Mr. Castle and honorable members. We will request uh, Ms. Zungo to respond to the matter on the kitchen, yes, the CAPEX, and whether that project is now complete. Ms. Zungo. Thank you, Mr. Castle. Afternoon, honorable members. Uh, on the issue of the kitchen, uh, the only kitchen that is close is the old assembly kitchen. However, the refurbishment there is it, uh, being completed. So the kitchen will be opened in February next year. Um, the capex for the refurbishment of the kitchens sits with Department of Public Works and Infrastructure. That project has not yet started. Thank you. Honorable Price, we have noted the issue about uh, us, the understand and consequence management, because there is also indeed a link between spending and planning. Um, so we have noted that issue, and uh, it's, 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 it's very important um, that we, we take uh, account of it. HR, vacancies. Um, good afternoon and uh, honourable members of the committee. Um, I would just like to respond on the issues of the Chief Audit Executive appointment and the CFO appointment. Uh, with the Chief Audit Executive, that placement is uh, imminent. Uh, we expect the new person to be starting in the new in the beginning of the new uh, year. Um, with the CFO, we've had, I think it's three rounds of interviews now where we have not successfully been able to appoint a person. So we have gone out and sought an executive search partner 
who has been appointed, uh, and we will be working with that person, uh, with that organization in order to place the, the CFO. I think that the other thing that has uh, impacted on the vacancies uh, is our organizational realignment project that we are busy with. Um, in, in some instances where we're busy with uh, the design of functions uh, that may include different roles uh, and new roles with different requirements and different outputs. Uh, it's important uh, that we, we would not want to be uh, a reckless employer who would bring new people, uh, bring people into an organization that we're busy changing. Um, and so that the, some of the delays would also be because of that. Thank you. I think lastly, Chair, to you, um, permit, I'll ask the CFO to respond to the issue of permit and whether there are members who are not taking a permit. Uh, thank you, Mr. Castle and honorable members, once more. Uh, to indicate, yes, permit is uh, uh, compulsory. I think the main reason we, when we are saying they, uh, they are not taking it up, it's basically when we have an overprovision on permit side, but it is uh, a compulsory for, for members uh, of, of parliament. Uh, and um, the issue, as we have said before, uh, the permit issue will still be uh, discussed. We had various engagements with National Treasury, how that permit issue uh, um, will be attended to in due course. If it's not in this year, obviously in next year, we also know that the deputy speaker, who is the chairperson of Parliament, um, there has been a meeting set aside uh, in December. Uh, but we will obviously keep uh, um, uh, honourable members on par with what is happening in, in that space, uh, uh, with our engagements with Treasury, uh, as well as other, other matters relating to uh, the budget. Thank you, uh, uh, um, Mr. Castle. Mr. President, thank you so much. Um, we will, uh, together with FMO, work on the breakdown that uh, Honorable Kayeso has asked for um, as it relates to the goods and services so that we, we are able to give a comprehensive picture of, of what would have obtained there. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you, ma'am. I'm not sure whether that uh, Ms. Mabe is back on. No, I'm back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. I did not enjoy myself. Honorable Chair? I'm back. Can you hear me? I'm saying that I did not enjoy myself in terms of listening to responses. The system kept on kicking me out. Um, can you hear me, members? There's someone who's yes, speaking. Sir. I'm speaking. Okay. Yes, we can hear you, sir. Yes. Members, maybe before we can then summarize and close the meeting officially, are there any further issues that members would want to raise, follow up yes, in terms of uh, uh, responses um, provided? Okay. Yes. We can just speak randomly, or maybe Cindy, can you help to to identify members? And please, we just stick in the order that Cindy will be identifying members. Cindy. Yes, Chief. Can you please come to my rescue? Thank you. Um, yes, Chair. I've got Ma'am Marshall, and then I've got, a, a, I think, a new member, Ms. Matipelo Suisa of the EFF. Okay. 
Thank, thank you very much. Uh, Chairperson, can I carry on? Yes, no. member. Yes, member. Thank we only have two. Thank you very much. No, uh, follow the, 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 the follow-up question is all about the the, the truth of trade. Uh, I, maybe sorry for my ignorance. I didn't hear anybody answering. Who has taken that decision to upgrade a certain part of our tool of trade as members of parliament? And when is it going to be addressed? We need new laptops. Those laptops are old. They can't even have memory to capture the whole work of parliament. Secondly, which is also a follow-up, uh, we are suggesting that parliament, member workers of our, our employees in parliament, when they come next time, they must be able to tell us on the retaining earnings that they are talking about and where they invested them and how much is invested. Because they are saying if the money is not being utilized, it is called retaining earnings and we then invest them where? Because we have never seen that before. We, I would be happy to see those investments and where are they invested. And also, lastly, Chair, why do we have retaining earnings uh, in Parliament where else we did not even buy the laptops for members saying that we don't have enough money? This is not correct. And that person who has taken that decision, because is this committee that must take a decision? Who took that decision? Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh, this is Member Sirisa, designated by the EFF to attend the meeting. You're Chair, welcome, Member Sirisa. Thank you, Mama. My, my, my question is maybe a question of clarity on slide nine, where it says overall membership, members' satisfaction, and then they give us indicators and overall satis member satisfaction. So my question on that slide is, this looks like job descriptions or support staff tasks, and it does not look like indicators to me. So which principle was used? Is it the SMART principle or any other principle that was used? Because it does not refer to evidence that shows the type of performance of staff and then it does, it, it, it does not look like it was drafted with the, the SMART. So which other principle was used for them? Because these are job descriptions. They don't, I don't see them as indicators. Indicators are something else that would be measurable as time goes on to say, we've moved from this point to that point, and this is what we have achieved. But what I'm seeing on the slide is purely job descriptions on what staff needs to do. So which principle was used for them to arrive at the percentages that they've arrived and if I can get a clarity on that. Thank you, Chair. Are there further takers, Cindy? Sorry, Chair, no, there are no further comments. Okay. Dr. Thank you, Chair. Um, we will we'll ask uh, Ms. Papa to respond on tools of trade. Sabra? Linda? 
Thank you. Good afternoon, Chairperson. Good afternoon, members. Am I audible? Yes, you are. Thanks. Um, the, in respect of the tools of trade, the decision to take um, to to only upgrade the mobile phones was taken in the consultative forum. I will now refer the matter back to the forum for consideration. Are you done, Linda? I am. Thank you, Chair. So you're saying the decision was taken in the members' consultative forum, and the matter will now be referred back to that forum. That's that's correct. We'll take the input, and I'll also take. Okay, I think you may be having connectivity issues there. The issue of slide number nine, the principle used in terms of the, the satisfaction survey, Mr. Modin. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thank you, uh, Deputy Secretary. So basically, client satisfaction surveys have been used for by you know over that for over thirty years all over the world. I think I when I presented even the strat plan, etc., I showed where some of those things come from. That there's not any net promoter scores; there are client satisfaction scores. Uh, those are um, uh, indicator methods which are used they all follow, follow smart principles. So there's over 30 years worth of global history around that. There were even the Parliament of New Zealand, Parliament of Zimbabwe, et cetera, following these, uh, these methods. It's consistent with the DPME uh, framework uh, for performance measurement. Um, and um, what it was illustrating is that the services of the parliamentary administration. So we're not a manufacturing business. We're not counting number of houses made, etc. It is services which are rendered to members of parliament. And in the past, when we just measured turnaround times, etc., that only measured one aspect. Uh, this, by breaking it up into uh, uh, fairness, usability of service, uh, you know uh, how useful it was. There were five dimensions. They the most correlated to satisfaction of uh, clients. Uh, so the principle of smartness is there. It is pure, it is measurable, et cetera. When we do these surveys, a statistical average, a statistical mean together with variances, et cetera, make it all measurable, uh, you know, measurable in every way. Um, and the when you look from quarter to quarter or over a period of time, you look for an increase or decrease in satisfaction levels uh, to tell you which direction it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's going. So uh, that was a, a, a fundamental shift from the fifth parliament to the sixth parliament. Thanks. Marshall has raised the issue of uh, retained earnings. Um, we will. Uh confer with the finance office, ma'am, uh, just to check what is uh, possible there. You wanted to know about interest and how the funds are invested. We will work on that. Thanks. Thank you, Chair. We done. Thank you very much. Um, our issues have not changed, except to say that uh, going forward, we we would want you to please continue uh, being committed to your work. Um, you've been a very great team and excellent in executing your duties. Please, we want that consistency with a new speaker, especially in parliament. 
Um, we are not going to drop the ball now. The stakes are, out, are very high now. We, we're not going to do that at all. Our issues still remain the same. The issue of permit is not resolved. It will always come up. The issue of the independent budget from Treasury, it has not been resolved. It will always come up. Uh, now there's an issue in relation to services to members. Can we please improve on that? Um, we also note the response in terms of the quarter one report, not telling to the, the, the current report. And um, we will hold you to that. We, we need information, we need transparency. We are pressing upon accountability. Um, so that these are the small issues that can then lead to us not getting clean audits. So everything that we do, we must remember. Any information that we record, we must remember. Ultimately, it has got implications to the audit. So we're not going to get a, a negative uh, audit report for the first time. So we, as I'm saying, we're not going to drop the ball. Professionality is what we demand from, from, from yourselves. We know that you have the capacity and with the change of political leadership, it should not affect us at all. We are not politicians. You are administrators. You are there to make sure that you implement the policies of, 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 of the ruling party and make sure that you comply with all the legislations that are there. So I'm going to leave it at the members that we close this meeting. In fact, it was a long meeting. I never thought we would until for your patience and the team, the meeting stands urgent until to the next meeting. You're breaking up very badly, Chair, but uh, your message is understood. Thank you. Um, um, pardon me, members. I'm so sorry. We've got one more agenda item. Oh. Yes. Let's see the um, the proposal for our strategic plan, but I will just check on Ms. Marbe quickly to see if she is trying to get back into the platform. Cindy. Uh, colleagues, why don't we suggest that the Honorable Khatebe then continue like he did before? Because it's only Correct. one item. Correct. And, and, and I've got some proposals on that as well. We wanted to check if we should remain on the platform or may we leave the meeting as the. 
administration. Uh, you can leave the meeting because it will be internal staff. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Before you leave, yes, sir. Yeah, your advice is senior. I see that the uh, they are proposing sometime in December for the strat plan, third uh, of December. So, if what I saw, and uh, I'm stand to correction. And I was thinking we just postpone it to early January when we get back in January. I mean, is there any train smash to look at it now? Because next week is going to be a very busy week. Honorable Singh, I think it will be proper that one of us chairs the meeting, not Mr. Paso, because it's our straight plan and still our meeting. Hence, I was requesting Honorable Khatebe then to do the honors for us so that we can, as a committee, then can respond to your suggestion. Okay, now I was just asking me his advice, admin advice. Okay, I will remain on the platform oh. uh, with your permission. <laughs> 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 So, where are you? Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, yes. No, I am doing that because I can see even Honorable Hadebe has got an apology. May we apologize on behalf of the coaches, the challenges in terms of the technology that they've got no control on. Cindy was saying that there's only one item and yes. which uh, Honorable Singh has already taken a bite, but can we see anyone who would like to rest to just to, to take a bite on the suggested date, Honorable Members? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, is the Honorable Kaiso and Honorable Maso then also then carry forward the, the, the suggestion that was made by Honorable uh, Singh also, if he may also reflect on that suggestion? Honorable Kaiso. Yes, Honorable Chair. I think it will be fair to look forward to earlier date in January. <clears throat> okay. Uh, thank you very much. Honorable Maso. I support the move. Okay. Shall we close the, the matter, the date, to say that, yes, we, we agree in principle that we must have a strategic plan However, it must be in early January. The board coaches and administration can work in the logistics and the early January date immediately after the recess. Can we leave it like that, honorable members? The chair, the co-chair from NA have already thanked the administration and ourselves, and we wish all the safe uh, festive season, have a blessed uh, festive season and a new year. The meeting stands adjourned. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.